Chillax, a podcast where you listen to this, our boy talk about life, news, and anything interesting. If you didn't know, if you have been listening to this podcast for quite some time, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash chillaxpodcast, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash chillaxpodcast. Uh, there you can subscribe for like, you know, a monthly fee, and then you can actually get additional episodes. I will be releasing, you know, random thoughts, uh, longer episodes, additional things and things like, I mean, special things I talk about there. So if you, are, if you want to support me, you can go there and all the money will go towards building a video set to create the podcast in video version. So I hope you guys are excited for that. We'll see how much support I can get and hopefully one day we can build that set up. Then we can do some live streaming as well, which is pretty cool. Having what, month? What, Monday? Uh, no, not Monday morning. Sunday morning coffee talk or something. That's pretty cool, right? On Friday nights, uh, relaxing uh, wine night or something. That sounds pretty cool. But anyway, I know that recently I spoke about going to Malaysia after two years of lockdown. And I went to Malaysia again. Yet again. <laughs> but this, this time it was with another friend. With a la- larger group. About five of us in total, including me. It was quite interesting. This was a different experience because earlier when I went with my friend, it was only one friend. And both, I mean, not both of us, but him, he's the expert in Malaysia. And both of us have a kind of, we are on a similar page, on the same page where we want to, we know when to rush, when to not rush, when to chill, and we are exploring things, which is pretty fun. This is a different group. Uh, the one that I went with recently is a uni, uni friends. And you know, it's more of a chill trip where we just buy, buy like toiletries, buy cheaper items, like I don't know, whatever daily necessities you have, and also eating and cafe hopping, more generic stuff, not something extreme or whatever it is. So it was quite interesting. Um, we actually booked a hotel room and we went there on a Friday night. So three of us went there on a Friday night and the other two, which is a couple, went there on Saturday morning. Because, you know, we want to start the day early and it's a Saturday. Everybody's going to cross the causeway. The two of the guys that stayed with me that came on Friday night was living in, I mean, they are actually living in Tampanese. So imagine them waking very, very, very early. They had to wake up very early to cross the causeway. So it doesn't make sense at all. Hence, we booked a hotel room on Friday night and then we went there just to sleep. I mean, it's not really worth it for sure because you can check in at I wanted to say book in but this is not army I wanted to say check in at 3 o'clock then you can like you know have fun or whatever it is but unfortunately I think we couldn't really take leave and and we just went there at night instead I mean which is fine as well the good thing was that the price was quite cheap uh, the price was $40 so if you split by 2 person you get uh, you pay about $20 each for one night and this hotel was rec- recommended by a friend and my friend saw it on the TSL like the smart local article and the the name is called Glex Hotel G-L-E-X at JB um, you have to take like a taxi in I mean everywhere also you take taxi alright to some extent it's not like city square mall or something and I mean it looks nice from the picture and for sure when you went there it looks nice like the hotel looks very typical hotel-ish 
But if you are a neat freak, if you're somebody who is very um conscious about hygiene and all these things, then you might not like it. Um, it's obviously not up to the standard of the girl <laughs> that 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 was joining with his uh boyfriend the the next day, my friend. I I know his her standard. Then we were telling her like, oh, you know, you combo won't like this one because she. I think I I'm quite sure there are groups of people who 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 don't like this. Like they there are certain uh criteria when it comes to hotel, right? But I mean basic requirements right you, you can't i mean you can't have hair on on the bed sheets you can't have hair in the bathroom these are quite common things that will happen in not so great hotels or i mean it can be two to three star this relaxed hotel was three star but i mean these kind of things happen it's not like marriott or whatever right they have very high standards so this wasn't for sure wasn't up to par with her standards and also like toilet stains are another thing as well so if you are one of those people that care so much about this you might not want to go with that even though tsl recommended it and they say it's very good pictures look good but um overall it wasn't as good as you know as those i mean if you have those expectations because when i was staying there the the bed the blanket underneath where i pull up there's hair there, there was hair there when i go to the toilet i mean if i stand afar i see no hair but when i sit down i want to poop then i, then I will look around all right then i see there's hair as well so there's hair around the bed sheets also have some stain i'm not quite sure it looks like water stain but it's not water stain at all i can't rub it off it doesn't feel wet i don't know what kind of stain is that i mean i don't think it's pea stain cum, cum stain or whatever i, I would expect it's, it's gonna be yellow right but it's not it's not yellow it's like uh it's like a slightly darker color it's like you know where water hit like your bed sheets it's that kind of color so i'm not too sure what kind of stain is that and i think my friend room was actually much more worse their their like uh wallpaper was kind of peeling really there's a hole and everything so that was kind of not that great um another part that's not that great is the tv the tv you can't cast um i mean generally in singapore i'm quite sure most of the hotel the tv is new tv where you can actually cast your phone screen onto the tv or you can cast your laptop to the tv to watch shows but unfortunately you know that day i think obi-wan kenobi the tv series star wars like that that show came out but the tv can't i mean can't accept casting right so we just ended up going back to the room and falling asleep because it was quite late really so what we did on friday night uh quite interesting we i mean i would describe this whole trip as like a food tour we ate a lot of food until like my stomach want to explode really so friday night we went there like three of us guys we went to malaysia we check in we put our barang barang then we went out to eat at the street side um this street side store was recommended by my friend's malaysian barber so quite interesting and this Malaysian barber recommended some local food, right? So the street side store, like there's a store that sells lok lok, there's a store that sells chakwe tiao, and there's like wonton mee. And let me tell you, okay, the lok lok was fine, but the chakwe tiao and the wonton mee was heavenly. It was my first time eating such a good chakwe tiao because I usually don't eat a lot of chakwe tiao, but for sure, I'm quite sure a lot of us has eat kwe tiao before, right? Like rice noodle. And most of the kwe tiao we eat, right, is the very mushy kind. So if you cook too long, it's going to get very mushy. And even if you don't cook very long, it also tastes very mushy. But this is slightly different because the, the kwe tiao right was plump. 
was chewy and it has this I mean this texture was something that I never had before you know it doesn't it's not mushy at all it's chewy then I'm like what the heck is going on this tastes so nice it's so chewy it's so good it's like I never had chakwe because I tried chakwe tiao before and I was like huh I mean chakwe tiao is pretty normal in Singapore it's just dark soy sauce with with noodles right but then that one was really legitimate I would go out of my way to eat it but unfortunately I mean the price was about the same slightly cheaper than Singapore but it's still quite expensive like $3 not like dirt cheap that kind and the plate was quite small but the noodles man was damn nice for some reason this also applies to the wonton mee as well the wonton mee was damn nice the noodles was like the very thin kind and very chewy and very hard I like the hard and chewy kind and wow damn it man I, I think it's even better than Pontian. I ate Pontian before I think when when Pontian like came to Singapore I tried it and of course Pontian was definitely better than Singapore ones and I was like wow the noodle very nice but then now I eat the noodles at the street side store wow it's even better than Pontian. so we found another contender really <laughs> like the noodles I think my friend called it al dente or something very stringy thin chewy yeah but overall the price is pretty I mean it's not dirt cheap slightly cheaper but overall it's a, like 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 typical food prices um not lot was pretty normal um I mean since it's fried right how how good can it be then the chili sauce was surprisingly nice um it's like the kind of chicken rice chili sauce sour very very spicy spicy to the extent it's not the kind of uh mala kind of ma spicy that numbs your mouth but it's so spicy to the point where it's like very prickly like there's a lot of needle kind of spiciness like the chili kind of spiciness there that, that is very nice that like that is very enjoyable for sure then after that we continue eating jesus we ate so much we ate one person ate chocolate i mean every one of us we ate chocolate we didn't share you know chocolate one time me look look what the fuck then we went to max for supper but before we went to Max, we went to some street side store, like other street side store, because nearby also have more. Then, like, I mean, my friend bought soya milk, they bought ota and whatever. Then we went to Max to see what they have, see what's interesting there, right? And Max was surprisingly cheaper, man. God damn it. Like, there was, like, all the McCafe frap stuff was $2 only, $2 plus. God damn it. I keep saying goddamn it because it's just atrocious like all the prices I mean the food was very nice yeah. and but but the price was about the same but the the food was the night was the was the crazy part but McDonald's was a was a cheap part the the, the affordable I mean it was it was pretty affordable man like 250 250 for a frap what the what the heck man okay I, I can't contain my excitement you know, when talking about this so what was interesting because we didn't eat i mean we, we were so full right so we i just got like a like a peach mango ice blended drink it was nice not too bad 250 for sure is nice and of course it tasted nice not too sweet and not too diluted but what was interesting is seeing the behavior of malaysians um because it was late at night really almost midnight then I see all these Malaysians, their behavior quite very, quite similar to Singapore because you know usually in Singapore the max are like twenty four seven, right? Then around midnight you see you know groups of guys, I don't know Chinese guys I suppose, 
they will go to McDonald's to have supper, then they will play what mobile games, they'll talk cock or whatever. <laughs> and and that was happening in in the Mac- McDonald's in Malaysia as well. <laughs> Went in, then you see a bunch of like uh Chinese guys sitting at the corner playing Mobile Legends. It was like oh such a common sight. <laughs> I don't know. I was expecting something different in the McDonald's elsewhere, but you realize that Malaysians are quite similar to us. Then you suddenly see a guy and girls streaming in to have supper. And then they are like your typical friend group where they come in, sit down, talk cock, and have supper. So that was quite interesting. That was quite interesting. I was quite surprised that I thought Malaysia, like, more majority is like Muslim, right? But I don't see any Muslim that came into the McDonald's. I believe like we were around the area where it was the Chinese enclave kind of area. But I mean, based on what I, I spoken to my friend, like, my understanding is that um, unlike Singapore where, you know, the government create the spaces and, you know, put it in such a way where they try to force us to intermingle. And in some ways we have to intermingle. I mean, there's no choice, right? But then in Malaysia, races are split quite I mean, are definitely split. Um, you, as, you, you see malls where everybody is Chinese, barely any Malays. Then you see malls that everybody is Malay, barely any Chinese. But it's not that you can't go in there if you're not their race. But that's the case. So it's quite interesting. I think the place we were in right, was all Chinese because I didn't see a single Malay or Indian. Everybody was Chinese. Yeah, so that's interesting. Then after we eat, uh, you know, after we finished our max, then we went home, went back to hotel, sleep, and the next day we went to cafe hopping. So we were able to wake up early. I think the other the, the, that couple, the two, the guy and the girl, came in at about they woke up at what five plus. What the heck? And they crossed the causeway. And they reached at about nine, I think. I mean, because five they wake up, they prepare six, go out, come here nine. I mean. When they reach here, they still had to. I mean, when they cross the causeway, they still had to wait a bit, even though it's super early. Then by the time they reach, um, so we went to cafe hopping at Mount Austin. Apparently, my friend said there's a lot of like cafe, so we went there. Went to this cafe called Atlas. It's not the Singapore Atlas. It's just another cafe that's called Atlas. It's it's a very it's a very typical cafe, but this one doesn't focus on coffee. It focus it focuses a lot on cafe food instead. It's definitely cheaper than Singapore. Uh, breakfast and drinks, food and drinks was about $14. I mean, if you are having such kind of thing in Singapore, it's going to be almost 20 bucks plus plus whatever, right? But this one was 14 after plus plus whatever shit. Uh, and there was a couple of options. There's French toast with fruits, which was the breakfast I ate. Then there was like... I think English breakfast where you have your sausages, baked beans and toast or whatever not. So overall it was normal. Nothing to rave about. Just cafe food law. Not, not terrible, not good. Cafe the coffee was to me I think it was bad. It was fine. But maybe it was because of my expectations was very high. I was expecting, you know, some even though they are not a specialty coffee place. I was expecting the coffee to have a standard, but the coffee was fine. I think maybe they overbrew it already, so it can taste a bit, a bit too bitter. But I can drink bitter. I mean, kopi is kopi o kosong is, uh, is something that I drink. But 
I think for this kind of cafe coffee, I think they maybe overdone it a little. Uh, but otherwise, everything is fine. Then afterwards, we went to buy hair products, floss, toothpaste, tea, and whatever not. So apparently, hair products also quite cheap there. I think my friend used this uh, like metal hairspray. I think, okay, the hairspray was in a metal can called Osis or something. It's like a red color name, O-S-S-I-S, -S, I think. Yeah, if I'm not wrong. So they use that, they say that one is very good, it stays, it keeps, I mean after they wax their hair, then they spray that, then it keeps, it keeps it intact. But for me, I don't really care so much about putting products on my hair. I just use a bit of wax to keep things up. But if it drops, then it drops. I don't really care that much. Uh, I guess maybe that's a difference. They care a lot about their, their appearance. But for me, I'm just, whatever goes, I suppose, whatever goes. Um, as long as I look tidy and all. Yeah. And of course, we buy floss, toothpaste, all of these things are pretty cheap. Um, in Singapore, it's just getting more and more expensive for sure. Expensive. Um, this time round, there was definitely uh, well-stocked as compared to the previous time when we went there during Harvey Raya with my friend. Everybody just swiped, you know. Swipe everything in Guardian, Watson, everything gone. But I think this time... Quite sure a lot of people have went to Malaysia. They have gotten whatever they need already. So, but on a related note, about Singaporeans going to Malaysia, buying everything up, this was quite interesting. This was an interesting interaction. I suppose this will relate to the title, right? Um, so while we were shopping, my friend wanted to buy chewing gum. I mean, go Malaysia, usually it's chewing gum, right? For some reason, like my, 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 de my desire and my intention change as I grow older. I, I stopped caring about chewing gum. But, you know, once in a while, you want to get chewing gum, right? I mean, after lockdown, my friend wanted to eat chewing gum. So we just ended up going there, uh, trying to find chewing gum. But interestingly, now the supermarket sell chewing gum. I'm not quite sure whether they sold out or is it something they don't sell. But I'm not quite sure why. And, and I eventually realized why. So we, went, we ended up going to a convenience store because only convenience stores sold chewing gum. Interesting. So we ended up going to this chewing gum because like the nearby supermarket not selling it. Um, then we, then you know, my friend was looking for a chewing gum and they found it at the counter, directly underneath the counter. Then my friend asked the counter staff, "Is this all the gum here?" Then he said something. My friend can't hear properly, like can't really hear him properly. Then he kind of asked him again the question. Then the guy repeated himself in a on a loud louder louder volume. But he wasn't scolding, so to speak. He was just like reiterating himself. And he went on a tirade, man. Not the scolding kind. Just kind of like the complaining kind. But I don't think he's complaining at all. But the tone was like the kind of complaining thing. Like, like he's trying to complain. He was saying like, Oh, once bottle open, right? All the Singaporeans come, come in to buy all the chewing gum. Suddenly chewing gum gone. And you know, but when bottles close, right? No, not a single Malaysian buy chewing gum at all you know only Singaporeans buy chewing gum like what the heck <laughs> so that was quite funny when you say it out <laughs> essentially Singaporeans are just are the only ones <laughs> buying uh buying and eating chewing gum a Malaysian's chewing gum stock right <laughs> so imagine all these like two years of chewing gum that was sitting, sitting there on the shelves nobody eating it and Singaporeans come in to buy that <laughs> I don't know how long chewing gum lasts what's the expiry date but it's quite funny that Singaporeans are so deprived of chewing gum that they can't buy in Singapore that they are going to Malaysia. 
but it's quite an obvious sign. Once they, once they see people coming in, buying chewing gum, they're like, ah, Singaporean. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> then, we was, then I was joking to my friend. You know, if Singaporeans, means now, now the borders open, right? If you want to kidnap Singaporeans, right? You need to just dangle the chewing gum in front of them. Hey, I got chewing gum, you know, you want to come with me? I know where to buy chewing gum. <laughs> then, then you can just bring to the van and you can just kidnap them very easily, right? <laughs> so that was quite funny. But anyway, my friend bought chewing gum. It seems like, um, like I think I remember in the past, right, there was a lot of chewing gum choices. Uh, I remember was that was like five to ten years ago. But for some reason, the chewing gum choices are getting lesser and lesser. Now it's just the usual spearmint, juicy, fruity, the yellow color one. Then they sell uh grape mint. I remember last time when I went to Genting about 10 years ago, there was like pure grape flavored one. That was very nice. Then there was strawberry also. But you don't see that around. It's unfortunate. I don't know where. I even tried to look up at the grab. Uh, the grab. I mean, grab, grab mud is also available in, in Malaysia. So I was looking chewing gum. It's, it's the same few flavors. They don't have like a lot more. I remember last time there was like bubble gum as well. Then there was... If you are very rich, you if you got money, you can buy the big roll of like you know like the measuring tape. The bubble gum is in there, and I think they is purchased from um it's sold from Australia. They produce it in Australia. It's I think it's what bubble wobble. That one was nice. That was that one was expensive, but it was nice. Then you have if you are like cheapo, no money, they will buy the teddy bear one, which is nice as well, very sweet. So I didn't I didn't see that at all, unfortunately. Then after the chewing gum <laughs> scenario and the situation, and we went to we went to eat again. <laughs> we went to eat again. We are eating so much, so many meals, you know, in a single day. So we ate uh bakute, but it's not the black one. I know that everybody who went there, who goes there regularly, you know, they mention about the bakute. The black one is very nice, but I never tried that before. Um, the the one that we went to right isn't the black one. But it's also very popular. But it's like out of the place. It's not the I know that the, the black one you can walk from KSL if I'm not wrong. Then this one we ate need to take uh grab there. It's a bit out of the way. Overall, it's quite nice. It's quite it's, it's quite interesting actually. It's not black. It's it's a it's the white kind, but without pepper at all. So that's that is quite interesting. Because usually you drink white with, with a lot of pepper, right? And and now we are drinking this without pepper, so it gives a new kind of experience and taste to it. You are tasting the herbal, the the whatever ingredients they throw in. You can really taste the essence of whatever whatever they have thrown in, right? The ingredients. And it was surprisingly quite nice. I mean, whenever I drink Bakute, I prefer the white color one because of the pepper. But not not having the pepper also tastes equally good though. So, you no, know, it was nice. Typical Bakute place. Um, they give you free flow soup. You have your typical stuff like pork ribs, mushroom, bean cut skin inside there. So overall, not too bad. I forgot what was the name of the place really. <laughs> and I also forgot what was the name of the Chakwitiao place. It's just some roadside, roadside store. There seems to be a lot of roadside store in Malaysia. Um, but not a lot to the extent where like um, it's very common. I think a lot of those people who go, um, if you haven't ventured out to haven't ventured beyond like the shopping malls, right? You won't see it, one. You need to take Grab in order to experience it or you need to drive. 
because these roadside stores are literally roadside not like pasar malam it's like shop houses then in front there's always like parking lot they just open a store at the parking lot and that's an experience because sitting at the roadside seeing the cars like what, drive by in the highway that was pretty fun it was quite an experience for sure so you know you should definitely try it i think i remember i ate a ramen malaysian ramen before at the roadside store interesting but i mean for me as a ramen um addict and a and a fanatic it wasn't that nice my friend said it was nice but i think there's a there's a tendency for chinese people to to sweeten everything that is supposed to be savory and the ramen was was sweet which didn't really taste that nice it was sweet and salty it was like ah why why ramen ramen is supposed to be salty so i think i maybe i complained a bit too much but it was nice just eating ramen at the roadside store then after we ate the bakut day then we went to shop more we ate we went back to city square because we want to i don't know it's con- more convenient when we want to go back right because it was late at night really so we just have our have our dinner there so we, we ate at this place called uh eye dragon it's like a thing typhoon kind of thing where they sell dim sum and chinese food but they ran out of dim sum too many singaporeans go really it was only saturday man it was only freaking saturday and they sold out of dim sum like then what about sunday what happens on sunday yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, they, I suppose, you know, they don't call themselves a dim sum store or something. They didn't say about dim sum. But I think everybody goes there to ask about dim sum. Then the person keep on rejecting them, saying like, oh, no more dim sum really, only got dishes. But surprisingly, the dim, even though there's, there wasn't dim sum, the Chinese food is also quite nice. Uh, I think we ate a, I ate a pork chop noodle. Not too bad. Um, nothing special. Overall, it's fine. The price is definitely cheaper than Ding Tai Fung and then Singapore but what was very nice right was the glass noodle I think they use some dark soy sauce and I don't know how they do it maybe it's a Chinese kind of style like in Ding Tai Fung as well very similar where they uh, stir fry the glass noodle the glass noodle was very nice very well marinated um, very strong flavor spicy nice and they also have uh, you know if you are familiar with the mala Chinese dishes you know then you will know La Zi Ji is like a fried chicken uh fried small cubes of chicken that that is you know that that is marinated and like seasoned with the spicy mala powder and everything and that was probably the best one i ever eaten compared to the local china store that we ate in singapore um this was probably the best ever because for some reason the chicken was just way different the chicken was was very juicy and the batter was light and crispy very airy which made it such a different experience as compared to the china one that we i mean the 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 at the china stores in singapore i mean they were crispy and all but there's a different level of juiciness and crispiness to the one that we ate at eye dragon so that was pretty nice the seasoning wise i like it because it was equally spicy but there's no ma and it's not it's not i mean it, it was because the fact that it was very light and crispy make it very easy to stomach i think sometimes the lard zizi can get a bit too gelat so this was nice and not ma i think the ma right kind of ruins the flavor as much as people like ma like it's, 
I mean, it's a interesting taste. Uh, it's a nice. It's a it's a very nice feeling or something, but I don't really like it because it kind of ruins the flavor of things. So overall, that's what we ate. Um, it was a lot of eating, and I went back. Wow, cannot man. I, I, I went on a de detox, I suppose. I, I mean, eating so much and not exercising is probably the worst thing, right? I feel like I'm gaining weight really after working. But once I start working, you don't really exercise that much. And I don't want to spend money, waste money on gym also. Gym expensive. I, and I also don't want to go to community gym. Like the $1 gym, uh, the government one was, I don't like. If you want to go, I want to go for $10. The, not really $10, it's the anytime fitness, like at least that kind of level. Because there's some sort of exclusivity, right? You don't have a lot of people, I hate it. I hate a lot of people, man. Um, yeah. But we shall see. I don't know whether I'm going to spend that kind of money or not. <laughs> So that's that. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this story, enjoyed uh, this sharing. Um, it'll be interesting to hear from you guys if you had went to Malaysia and you know how is it? How was it like um, going back in after two years of lockdown? Uh, yeah, I mean, feel free to email at I think chinexpodcast at gmail.com. I forgot already. I very long never advertised this already. You can go to the Spotify description. The podcast description will have it. Yeah, so... I guess I will see you all next time.